Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hello, friends and neighbors, and welcome back to the Bill Press Pod. Politically, this is supposed to be an off year. No election on the ballot, so time to get some legislative work done. But there are, in fact, a couple of exceptions. An all-important governor's race in Virginia, another one in New Jersey. But first, and most important of all, another exception, a governor's recall election in California, where on September 14, voters will decide whether to dump Governor Gavin Newsom and replace him with one of 45 candidates on the ballot as his potential successor. For a while, it was a real nail-biter. Republicans believed this was their best chance to win a statewide office in California, which they haven't been able to do so since 2003, and then only by another recall. But Democrats are still nervous that absent a big Democratic turnout, Newsom could suffer the same fate that Democratic Governor Gray Davis did in 2003. So for the next week, it is all eyes and ears, including ours, on California. Carla Marinucci, senior political reporter for Politico, has been on top of the recall since the drive to collect enough signatures began over a year ago. She joins us today on the podcast with the latest one week out. Hello, Carla. Good to reconnect with you and welcome to the Bill Press Pod. Bill, good to be with you. Thank you. So, uh, Carla, here we are a week out from the big California recall election uh, where voters will vote if they haven't already on September 14. It's got even a lot of nationwide attention. Tell us, and you've been following this from day one, <laughs> where where does it stand today, one week out? What's your take? You know, I think um, for Governor Gavin Newsom, there has been months of, uh, of nail-biting and nerve-wracking drama over his fate in this recall election. But I think, Bill, it's going to come down to one thing. Um, COVID got him into this mess and COVID is probably going to get him out of it in the sense of um, the the months back, the, the anger by Republicans, by grassroots conservative activists over the business shutdowns, over the school shutdowns. That is what fueled uh, this recall drive. There had been six recall drives on Gavin Newsom uh, before this, or five, this was the sixth, but mm. it coincide. This one coincided with his famous French laundry um, <laughs> visit, yeah. uh, in which he went to maybe one of the most expensive restaurants in the country, maskless, uh, with a dinner with a bunch of lobbyists. He was caught on tape doing it, just as these shutdowns occurred, and just as these recall proponents 
were given an extension of 120 days to uh, collect signatures because of the COVID shutdown. So COVID helped this happen in the first place. That's what really what fired up this movement. But now uh, the latest polls show that Californians overwhelmingly, uh, with this fourth resurgence, with the Delta variant, they are behind Gavin Newsom um, and his handling of COVID, especially when you compare what's happening in California to what's happening in Texas and Florida and some of the southern states. Uh, the latest Public Policy Institute of California poll so shows two-thirds of Californians back requiring proof of vaccinations. Three-quarters of them believe he has done a good job on vaccines. And mm. that is going into the, the, the final week where Newsom has been able to point out um, that California has has reached this momentous sort of landmark. 80% of the state has taken one shot in the vaccine and California has done more than 18 million vaccines, more than any other state. So that has been um, the biggest issue going into the final weeks. All the other uh, things have kind of gone to the side uh, with regard to business shutdowns and white homelessness. There have been other issues in this recall that have hurt Newsom, um, the uptick in crime, homelessness. But bottom line is it's about COVID. And I have to say, Bill, that um, it, in the final weeks, Newsom has gotten a gift from the mm -hmm. Republicans. And that is the entry of Larry Elder, the um, huh. The shock, the shock right. jock, political <laughs> shock jock, who, who's uh, 30 years on the radio um, of throwing landmines, verbal landmines. Uh, boy, the Democrats are digging up those landmines and just throwing them back at him. His statements, um, the, the scrutiny on his personal life, uh, that has fired up Democrats who were complacent, maybe not paying attention. Uh, they are paying attention now because uh, some of uh, Larry Elder's remarks have just outraged them. So right now it looks to be working in Newsom's favor. It looks to be his to lose. And I think the only question, Bill, may be how big of a victory is this going to be? Is this going to be a landslide? How what do the polls show the latest polls show in California? The latest polls show uh, 5839. That's a 19 point um, Whoa. Whoa. difference between the people who say they're going to vote for the recall and those who aren't. Um, look, this is a, a big partisan divide. Uh, Republicans, obviously, are, uh, are are very much in favor of the of the recall. Democrats against. Uh, but the fact is that that kind of a gap is going to be very hard for the Republicans to overcome. And it comes, Bill, as you know, it comes down to math. Um, there are two to one Democrats over Republicans in voter registration here in California. Trump lost his state by 30 points. To make up that kind of a gap is just going to be uh, a, a big lift for the Republicans. And, you know, there, are, there was a lot of talk ahead of time, Bill, about the energy. The Republicans had energy. They were yeah, you know, yeah. energized. Uh, yeah. As you know, being the former <laughs> head of the party here, the Republicans, the Republicans have always been sort of more energized and more reliable voters in California. But the fact is to make up this gap, just not going to happen. It, it's just too wide. And they can thank Trump for the gap. You know, in the last in the 2003 recall, Republicans only had a nine point um, deficit to make up um, in. And they, of course, got Arnold Schwarzenegger. Um, 
But this time, since with Donald Trump, that gap has grown to to uh, twenty two points, and that is a, that is a very hard uh, divide to get over. Was it, wasn't it a lot closer a month or so ago? I mean, this uh, nineteen yeah. points. I, I, I remember when new, uh, people were saying, "Oh my God, it's like two or three points." Yes, it was a dead heat um, a couple of weeks back, and Democrats God. hit the panic button. They they were uh, freaking out, to be quite honest, um, and because a lot of them were not aware of the recall. I mean, it's it's a recall happening, you know, in September. This is not a traditional time. People are putting their kids back into school or getting back from vacations. Um, and, you know, as much as Gavin Newsom has uh, $70 million in the campaign war chest, but the fact is, the Democrats decided to call this election early and people were thinking this is a mistake. Nobody knows there's a recall. You know, the Republicans are all energized. So they they really hit their hit it hard and yeah. began and Newsom began campaigning up and down the state. But it was the entry of Larry Elder, the late entry. Um, he got into the race late and he more than anything else has helped Gavin Newsom. Um, inform Democrats about the stakes in this election. I mean, getting in, um, of course, he's been in broadcasting for 30 years. He has a rabid fan base in California. The Republicans were popping the champagne in a lot of ways when he got in because he immediately had the name recognition and began racking up a lot of big endorsements here. But the problem is his statements, um, <laughs> statements yeah. about women, um, his uh, his own personal history. Uh, a former fiance came forward and said he pulled a gun on her. Um, just in the last couple of days, he he went on the Mark Levin show and insulted Senator Feinstein, basically suggesting she's uh, uh, on her last legs, and that he promised that he would replace her with a Republican and and create an earthquake in the U.S. Senate. And that remark went viral because, um, I mean, Democrats were like, oh, no, you don't, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I right. mean, um, well, and yeah, he's, so he's done more than anything else, I think, to make aware, Democrats aware of the recall and to get them to sign those ballots. That's what Gavin Newsom's challenge was. Right. So you've told us what's behind it, COVID. Um, uh, I also want to ask you, like, who's behind it? And I want to play, this is a, a, the most recent ad, I believe, from the Newsom campaign. Uh, so urging people to vote no. Uh, and the very last line I find very telling. Let's listen to it and talk about it. What's at stake in the September 14th recall? It's a matter of life and death. With Delta surging, Gavin Newsom is protecting California, requiring vaccination for health workers and school employees. The top Republican candidate? He peddled deadly conspiracy theories and would eliminate vaccine mandates on day one, threatening school closures and our recovery. Stop the spread. Return your ballot or vote in person by September 14th. Protect California by voting no on the Republican recall. No on the Republican recall. So <laughs> Newsom has been able to paint this right as Democrat versus Republican, as you pointed out earlier, given the voter registration edge in California and mm -hmm. the recent history. Um, that's why it was so important that no top Democrat put his name on the ballot or her name on the ballot. Yeah, I mean, the Newsom team um, was very, very, um, you know, hard, hard on this one from the very beginning. They did not want to see 
a replay of the 2003 recall in which the lieutenant governor put his name, Cruz Bustamante, put his name on the ballot. And Democrats still say that's one of the reasons that Gray Davis ended up uh, going down, that it it essentially gave people an alternative or a reason to vote yes on that Mm -hmm. first question. Remember that Californians will look at two questions on this ballot, the first one being, should Governor Gavin Newsom be recalled? The second one being who should replace him. If they get 50 plus 1 percent on that first question, Newsom is out. And it's just a question of who gets the most votes on that second uh, uh, question. And, you know, conceivably, we could have a case where uh, Newsom gets 49.9 percent on the first question. And, you know, Larry Elder uh, with 18 percent is elected governor. That's what's the sort of the outrage. So so Democrats didn't want to take any chances and offer any kind of alternative uh, or any reason for people to vote yes on that first question question. So they basically strong-armed any, uh, any Democrat that was thinking of running. Um, maybe, you know, there are people who thought, would Antonio Villaraigosa run? Maybe Lieutenant Governor Eleni Koulinakis? No. They all came out and said, no, nope, we're not going there. We're behind Gavin Newsom. That, that, that was a sort of a strategic uh, victory for Newsom. And, uh, uh, you know, uh, Right now, the the other strategy that the Newsom team is using is telling people to vote uh, no on that first question and do not answer the second question at all. Do not indicate an alternative. Why? Because say um, a, like a Kevin Falconer, who's a you know, sort of a moderate Republican, former mayor of San Diego, he's uh, he's one of the 45 candidates on the second ballot and has long been considered sort of a good possibility for the Republicans to get statewide office back. Um, you know, they don't want him to look strong or to, to, you know, to amass <laughs> right. a lot of votes because remember Newsom <laughs> is up for a reelection next you know, in 2022 um, and Falconer could come back. So the fact is they're telling Democrats right now, just vote no on that first question. One and done is the way Newsom is putting it. Uh, don't even bother to indicate uh, who you want as a replacement. Uh, so a full disclosure here, uh, I am still a California voter, uh, <laughs> and I have voted in the recall. I voted no on the first question, and I followed Gavin Newsom's advice <laughs> and did not <laughs> did not vote on the second. I, and I want to be sure you mentioned it, but I want to come back and make sure that everybody uh, listening understands, as you pointed out, Carla, there are just two questions on this ballot. It's a long ballot. I've got mm-hmm. the sample right here in front of me. And the very first question is, should Gavin Newsom be recalled, yes or no, right? Then, so you vote on that. Then, no matter how you vote on number one, you get to vote, if you want to, on number two and choose. I thought it was 46, by the way. You said 45. One of of them uh, dropped out. Doug O.C. dropped out after uh, a heart attack. That's right. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. So now 45. And then you choose which of the 45 you think should replace Gavin Newsom if you choose so choose to do so. Uh, uh, Well, so there are 45 names there. Whatever happened to Caitlyn Jenner? <laughs> that one has been so interesting to watch. Remember, she came into this race with probably more name recognition than yeah. anyone else, yeah. even even Gavin Newsom. I mean, she, she's nationally known. Uh, <laughs> yeah. what, what I find is so ironic is she she has you know used this as her sort of major line to, to get into the Olympics, to become an Olympic decathlon gold winner. I trained for years. Uh, you know, I know, I know how to do that. The fact if she had done even a fraction of the kind of training needed to run for governor, 
The fact is, she didn't. She didn't know basic questions about uh, California governance. She uh, she just <laughs> didn't seem to be prepared at all, and, and immediately put up uh, you know forty five different items of merchandise on her on her website <laughs> and a donate button. But that was pretty much it. She had and she had no policy uh, on her website at all. So she's ended up being oh. less than a footnote. I don't know how you go from 4% in the polls to 1% in the polls. But I mean, mm. I mean, uh, that's uh, she's, she's no longer a uh, uh, any kind of factor in this. race. And by the way, what uh, test or what qualifications do people need to pass in order <laughs> To, to have their name on the ballot. <laughs> this is this is one of the ironies or the, or the weirdest uh, aspects of the uh, California recall process because all you need is four thousand dollars or seven thousand signatures. I mean, four thousand dollars. That's why we have forty five candidates um, that, to get your name in front of twenty two million voters in the voter registration guide is a pretty good marketing, <laughs> you know, I mean, and, and there's been calls for reform and there will be after this election. I mean, there's been only four gubernatorial um, recalls in the history of the United States and two of them have been in California uh, in the last 20 years. Uh, that's because it's so easy. It, California has the lowest bar in the country to to get a recall of the governor. He's, it's not required that the governor have any kind of criminal activity or malfeasance. Uh, no, any, anybody can. And that's, and that's what, as we said, there were there, there have been six attempts to recall Governor Newsom from the minute he got into office, because all you need to do is collect 12 percent of the signatures of the last election, which is a really low bar. So uh, there, there's going to be calls for reform on that. But, yeah, four thousand dollars. That's all it took. And, you know, you've got candidates like uh, on the Democratic side, the leading candidate on the Democratic side is a 29-year-old YouTube phenomenon named Kevin Pathrath, who's never run for office. He's got 2 million YouTube followers, um, and he's made you know millions of dollars on YouTube giving real estate and financial advice, and uh, he thinks he can be governor, and that's kind of where we're at these days. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then you've got John Cox, right? The, who, uh, yes, John Cox is, you know, was just basically killed by Gavin Newsom in the last election. Newsom won in 2018 with two thirds of the vote. That was the biggest landslide since 1930 for a non-incumbent here in California. And and John Cox was um, was battered by Gavin Newsom, but he's, he was back again this time it, with strange and crazy um, uh, gimmicks like bringing a thousand pound Kodiak bear with him on the trail, which I, <laughs> which I saw, it was, Terrifying, I have to tell you. <laughs> I mean, and and at one point he brought a uh, eight foot ball of trash along with him to uh, okay. talk about the homeless situation. It has been you know people have described this recall as a circus, and that's um, in many ways, uh, yeah, the dead fits. <laughs> well, before uh, uh, you've mentioned Larry Elder a couple of times, and I do want to talk to you about him particularly. But before we leave the other candidates, I, I must say my favorite and the most colorful, I think, is Angeline. Who, <laughs> yes, she, right. she, she did run in 2003 against Gray Davis, and she came, she came in 29 out of 105, I think, right? <laughs> I so, that's right. Yeah. And, you know, yeah, and look, she's gotten a ton of publicity in she's this race. She's famous for being famous, right? Famous I mean, for being famous. You know, I'm only sad that uh, Mary Carey, the porn star, dropped out because, because she was <laughs> lots of fun, too, uh, when you talk about the kind of variety that we had uh, among those 40 candidates. So yes, it's been uh, I, it's been a wild ride. <laughs> I I uh, have often quoted Angeline's slogan 
is we have had brown and gray. Why not <laughs> blonde and pink? Right. Why not? There you go. Why, Why not? Yeah. Really. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It now has kind of devolved into Gavin Newsom versus Larry Elder for all the reasons you pointed out. Hey, right. Carla, uh, hold on. Let's take a quick break here on the Bill Press Pod, and then we'll uh, pick up with Larry Elder and Gavin Newsom on the other side. And today's podcast with uh, Carla Marinucci brought to you by the American Federation of Teachers. The Teachers of America, under the leadership of Randy Weingarten, more important than ever today as they work with parents and with kids to get schools back in uh, business, if you will, uh, their job protecting our kids, protecting themselves, and making sure that our kids back in the classroom are getting the best possible education. We know they'll do a great job of that. We salute them for their great work. We salute them for their support and thank them for their support of the Bill Press Pod. Check out their website at AFT.org. Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. And we're back. We're talking on the Bill Press Pod today with uh, Carla Marinucci, who is the senior political uh, writer, reporter in California for Politico, talking all about uh, the California recall up just a week from today. And if it started out as Gavin Newsom selling this as it's me versus Democrats versus the Republican Party, me versus the Republican Party, it has become, Carla, uh, me, Gavin Newsom versus Larry Elder. Uh, and here is Larry Elder's latest campaign ad. Gavin Newsom's report card. Education, 41st in the nation. Gasoline, highest in the nation. Sales tax, highest in the nation. Income tax, highest in the nation. Homeless, highest in the nation. It's time for a change. Because returning Gavin Newsom to office again and again and expecting different results is the definition of insanity. Ad paid for by Elder for Governor 2021. Okay. So, so what I find interesting on that is he never really says vote for, vote for 
me, Larry Elder, because, right? <laughs> that's right. No, that's right. Um, you know, Larry Elder, let's let's face it. I mean, he's a very talented communicator, and uh, that's made him very popular among the Republican grassroots. Um, in that commercial, you hear the talking points that Republicans have used all along um, to, to collect those 2.1 million signatures they needed to put this recall call on the ballot. Um, the, the problem has been sort of Larry Elder himself and his own statements um, in these last mm-hmm. 40 years on the radio. Um, when you talk about, I mean, he, he, has, he has said things like uh, women should tolerate uh, crude language and behavior from men in the workplace. Sexual harassment doesn't exist. Racism, systemic racism doesn't exist. Um, some of his positions on issues, uh, he doesn't believe in a minimum wage. Immediately rolling back mask and vaccine mandates is a is a big one that he get, that gets a lot of applause when he goes to the churches and the evangelical churches. But uh, look in California as a whole, that that, is, that does not work. I mean, this is the uh, you know the statement about replacing Feinstein with the Republican, which the other Republican candidates stayed away from that entirely. Um, it, it, it just goes it just goes on and on, Bill, in the fact that he has done more um, to make Democrats aware of what a, a Republican governor could do, a conservative like himself. It's been interesting to note on Trump. Um, Trump has stayed away from this. You know, Newsom from the mm. beginning defined this kind of, as kind of a Trump effort, a re- Republican recall effort. But Trump has stayed away from this recall. Um, and Gary and Larry Elder has almost kind of put Trump at arm's length in the sense of saying, uh, will not say whether he wanted his endorsement, said he was indifferent to the to the president's endorsement, former president's endorsement, um, would not did not want to talk about him. It's been interesting to watch the Trump factor here when it comes to Elder. But the bottom line is his own comments have just um, have created uh, the, the problem he's got now. He is falling farther and farther behind Gavin Newsom. Uh, has the issue of abortion, especially after the Texas law sign, signed uh, last week, oh, yeah. uh, entered into the discussion? Because I'm sure elders on the Texas side of that one. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, Newsom last week uh, got used this exactly, fired up uh, the calls and, uh, for, for Democrats and basically said, Look what's happening in Texas. Uh, um, Larry Elder has said, and in fact, an anti-abortion activist here in California went on Twitter and listed all the things that Larry Elder has promised that he would do, uh, whether it came to appointing judges, uh, vetoing pro-choice uh, pro, uh, legislation, a number of different things. And so, yes, that Texas issue has, has fired up women big time here in California, uh, but and the the uh, specter of a Larry Elder who is going around to evangelical churches this week mm-hmm. talking about being pro-life and talking about um, uh, what he would do as governor. That has absolutely become an issue in this race as well. So uh, the New York Times yesterday reported uh, a couple of, <clears throat> here we go, conspiracy theories already circulating in the social media about this recall. I'm sure you've seen those. Yes, one, yes. One is that there are holes in the envelope where you return <laughs> your mail ballot, like the one I did, and those holes were specifically designed so that you'd peek in and see who voted yes on the recall and could destroy that ballot. <laughs> you know, and this theory has been promoted on Twitter by Richard Grinnell, who was the former. Oh, who you was know, going to run? 
yeah, who was going to run and, of course, was the former uh, temporary uh, or interim uh, chief of uh, intelligence for Trump. Uh, 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 Mr. Grinnell apparently didn't uh, investigate <laughs> the fact that this these holes in the envelopes have been used forever because they are a means of letting visually impaired people tell where to sign the ballot, uh, where to sign the envelope on the outside. Um, they, they are not designed to tell people how you voted. Um, but already, I got to say, we're, we are seeing the, uh, the, uh, the conspiracy theories and the suggestion that this, Republic, this, this election is already being stolen. That's exactly. So it goes back to the last presidential election, of course, but those same things are being suggested here. There was a uh, there was a situation in Torrance, California, where someone was caught. A guy was caught with a gun, uh, meth and a lot of drugs, and he had 300 ballots in his possession. Uh, the Republicans suggested were suggesting maybe this is an effort to steal Republican ballots. Uh, the police were basically saying this kind of looks like just a typical mail theft. I mean, ID theft kind of situation. Mm -hmm. This guy may have been out there. So they're still investigating it, but there's no evidence that somebody is trying to steal, you know, Republican or democratic ballots or trying to throw this election. The bottom line is in California, you can go to the secretary of state's website and check and see if your ballot has been, has been counted. Um, So the California has a very good system. And uh, I think these, these questions of stealing the election, which were, I guarantee we're going to hear um, uh, are, are going to be minimized uh, by the time this is over. You know, at the very top of uh, our conversation today, Carla, when you said there's one thing that's going to more than anything else uh, decide the election, this ele- this recall, I thought you were going to say you said COVID, and I understand why. I thought you were going to say turnout, turnout. Well, yeah, turnout. Uh, that's that is the other issue, and I think this is one other area where Newsom can stop nail biting and just relax a little bit. These early t- returns show that Democrats are turning in their ballots by a more than two to one margin over these, Republicans. These, these are mail ballots, right? Yeah, the yeah. mail ballots. This is an all mail election. That's right. So oh. we can see now that Democrats are turning in those ballots by two to one. The suggestion Whoa. is that Republicans, uh, you know, who used to turn in early, who used to vote early now because of the distrust sown by President Trump, they're waiting until the very last minute or and they're going to the polls. They don't trust these mail ballots. So we could see more of a bump that 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 could close. But as we said, with the 22 point registration advantage, uh, closing that is just going to be a big lift. So and Democrats have really, ste- as you indicated, have stepped up their efforts to, to, to get Democrats out to vote, to understand the importance of it. For example, I noticed that Elizabeth Warren was there um, this weekend. Right. That's right. Uh, any other big name Democrats coming in that you know of? Well, we got uh, Kamala Harris coming in on Wednesday to the San Francisco oh. Bay Area. She uh, she was going to, and remember the the massacre in Kabul uh, occurred. Right. She, uh, she was called to Washington, but she's coming back on Wednesday. We've seen Amy Klobuchar here, and Governor Newsom insists that uh, President Joe Biden is still coming out. Uh, so we'll see if that happens. But the big guns are all involved on this on the Democratic side. They know that. That, that for for Democrats to lose the, the blue state governor on the West Coast and the nation's most populous state would be a disastrous message to send going into the 2022 mid, midterms and even 2024. So they that they are, have been involved and the money is pouring into Gavin Newsom 
he has more money than every other candidate combined in this race. So, uh, is, is there is there any comparable effort on the part of the National Republican Party? I guess. No, this is this has been the fascinating thing. Uh, The national Republicans have pretty much stayed out of this money wise in every other way. Um, You know, the California Republican Party has has been involved, obviously, but uh, but on a minimal way compared to how the Democrats have. And there's been no big names. We haven't seen Kevin McCarthy campaigning on this or uh, (laughs) or or any other major Republican uh, coming out and and helping uh, the cause, their cause on this. I think they're they're just basically staying out of it. But the Democrats, yeah, they are in all the way. And and we're going to see uh, Kamala Harris in the Bay Area this week will be a big help to Gavin Newsom among the women's vote. That gender gap vote is going to be very important. African American women, particularly, uh, that uh, Gavin Newsom still has a little bit of a problem with Latinos and younger voters right now, and so on. The uh, those are some of the areas that uh, Kamala Harris is going to be uh, giving him a boost. Uh, and by the way, as you pointed out, he's up for re-election anyway next year. So this is a pretty good dry run for next year, isn't it? <laughs> it is. I mean, look, it's a dry run that it's cost the California taxpayers three, <laughs> yeah. $300 million. Let's just say that. But but yes, I mean, as we said, we're going to be watching how, what is the uh, what is the return here for Gavin Newsom? Is he just going to eke this out? Uh, in which case there may be blood in the water for next year. Or is this going to be a landslide, a double digit, as the polls are suggesting? In that case, uh, any candidate who wants to try and run against him on the Republican side, including Kevin Falconer, who's in on this uh, recall, is going to look kind of like damaged goods. Uh, it, it, yeah. So that that is going to be an interesting factor on uh, you know Gavin Newsom's future is how he comes out of the, this recall. Uh, so finally, I want to swing back to something you talked about a little bit earlier, and that is the recall itself, right? The bar is so low in California, as you pointed out, uh, Gavin, uh, Gavin Newsom could get 49.9% and lose. And Larry Elder, let's pick a name, right? Yeah, could get yeah. 18% or 14% or whatever. If he's got right. more than anybody else on the bottom part of the ballot, he becomes a governor. I mean, this is fundamentally, I think, undemocratic. Are there any, is there any talk about recalling the recall? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's been suggested it's an unconstitutional process, but so what you're going to see already uh, is a cause for legislation to require more signatures, uh, for instance, um, to uh, toughen the reasons for a recall, um, allowing, ma- making sure that the incumbent uh, uh, must first commit cr- criminal acts or malfeasance in office, um, and maybe to require a bipartisan distribution of signatures. In this recall, it was 64% of Republicans and only 9% of Democrats who signed oh. those petitions. Huh. So it's still made it on the ballot. Or maybe to mandate that the lieutenant governor takes over in the case of a recall. Um, mm-hmm. you know, uh, or, or to have another runoff election afterwards. The fact is that Gavin Newsom constitutionally cannot be on this ballot uh, among those 45 names. And people are saying that's unfair. People would want to vote for him a write-in. They cannot do so. So that th- those are some of the reforms we're hearing people talk about uh, when they when they talk about what's next down the pike when it comes to California's recall. Because as we said, um, two of them in the last twenty years, and these are mil- multi-million-dollar, uh, you know, taxpayer uh, bills that go out. 
Uh, I think people uh, on both sides of the aisle are, are saying it's time for reform there. Well, uh, it has, there's no election in the country that's getting more attention right now than the California recall up on September 14. Uh, and nobody's done a better job of covering than you have, Carlo Marinucci. Thank you so much for uh, bringing us up to date. And we'll be watching uh, a week from today. Bill, a pleasure being with you. Thanks for having me. And thank you. Thank you for joining us today on the Bill Press Pod. Great conversation with Carla Marinucci. Uh, remember, we'll be back at the end of the week to check up on all the news of the week with our Reporters Roundtable. That's on Friday on the Bill Press Pod. Meanwhile, stay safe, stay sane, wear that mask. Come on, we're not over COVID yet. Got to be very, very careful. Take care of yourselves. Come back and see us on the next edition of the Bill Press Pod. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. AutoTrader.